I was misdiagnosed as bipolar 2 for over a decade, heavily medicated, and it just turned out to be the food sensitivities. I got rid of wow. the things that were offending me, calmed down the inflammation in my body, you know, was able to go off medication. And through that time, I was seeing lots of therapists and doctors and stuff like that. So, you know, doing all of this was well regulated. I wasn't just trying it all willy nilly on my own, but, mm -hmm. you know, it was, it was really powerful for me to be able to be. Um, kind of taking back control of my own health. And I see so many people struggle with issues nowadays with anxiety and depression and, you know, low stamina, not wanting to do anything. Their energy levels are low. And I just want to kind of put the word out there so that they know that their diet really does affect um, all of these things. And if they want to change some things and it's not easy for sure but if they want to start feeling better and live the life that they know that they are meant for you know there's hope for them they don't have to be dealing with the, all of the symptoms that they are necessarily welcome to inspiring journeys i'm paul stressner and alongside me are the incredible adriana ferns and the unstoppable terry nelson Hey everyone, it's Adriana here from a challenging path to becoming a fitness instructor. I've learned that every step counts in the journey to better self. Hey, what's up everyone? I'm Carrie Nelson, your obstacle course crushing adaptive athlete warrior, Spartan races, major marathons. I'm breaking barriers and redefining what's possible. And I'm on a mission to run a 5K in every state, shining a spotlight on the charities that make a difference in each community. But on Inspiring Journeys, we're not just about conquering personal goals. Our podcast is a celebration of resilience, determination, and the transformative power of personal growth. We'll be sharing stories of individuals who have faced challenges head-on and emerged stronger. And you know, life is a series of obstacles, and I've learned to turn them into stepping stones. Let's inspire others to do the same. That's right. And it's not just about our awesome guest stories. It's about yours, too. We want to ignite that spark within you, encouraging every listener to embark on their unique and inspiring journey. So get ready to lace up your shoes, break down those walls, and join us each week as we explore the extraordinary paths that lead to growth, triumph, and ultimately an inspiring life. This is Inspiring Journeys. Let's run, climb, and soar together. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Inspiring Journeys. This is Paul here, and along with me is Carrie. And as usual, we'll start with... Terry, you'll start this week. Uh, what what are you grateful for this week? Hey, everyone. Um, this week, I am grateful for uh, long car rides with uh, my family and my, my brother specifically. So we went to a concert on Friday and it was so cool to get to spend that time with him and share that experience with him. We brought our daughters down to the show and like my brother used to take me to concerts when I was like 12, 13 years old. So it's really cool to see, you know, us doing this with our daughters that are the same age as what we were when we, when we were younger. And, uh, but we had like the greatest conversations on the way down. And then on the way back at like, you know, midnight to 1, 1am, 1 just like talking about life and things from growing up and just like how we've grown and adapted over, over the years. And, so it, maybe like not necessarily long car rides, but like those those car rides that happen at like midnight to like 3 a.m. I don't know if you guys have ever had those with like really close friends, but like you have the, the coolest and the most deepest conversations in those moments. And right. so I, I'm, I'm really grateful for, for those those special moments where like 
you know, their core memories that you're going to remember those forever and ever and ever. But so it was really cool. It was like the whole day was awesome, but that was like the icing on the cake was just being able to have that time with him and, and to talk and, you know, bond a little bit because life gets crazy. And, mm-hmm. you know, we both have our own families and our jobs and stuff. So it was good to kind of get back together and, and spend some t- quality time together. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. I love those deep conversations. Yeah. It, like you said, it's like, you're always busy. So then you have like that time where <laughs> you have nowhere else to be. So mm-hmm. yeah. So that's great. Uh see for me, I'll say this week, I'll say I'm grateful that I'm resilient because th- through my whole life, no matter what I've been through, like I've had all these injuries and I just keep going. I never stop. And I just had like a stomach bug this past weekend and I, I'm just getting more and more patient. Normally I can't keep still and I keep, I force myself to try to feel better and force myself to do things. But this time I just like, I just let my body do what it needed to do, relax and, and listen to myself. And now I'm already doing better. It's just been a day. So yeah, feeling much better. So I'm just happy that I'm healthy and resilient. <laughs> That's a good one. That's, that's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. All right, then that brings us to today's guest is Kate DaCosta. And she's on an inspiring journey of her own. Kate was having some major health issues that doctors couldn't figure out, but that wasn't going to stop her. Kate's passion for health led her on, on a path over a decade of researching and studying different symptoms, ailments, and treatments, which led her to go to school at the Institute of, for Integrative Nutrition. Kate is now a certified health coach. If you're struggling with your physical and mental health and know that you need to make changes but don't know where to begin, Kate is here to help facilitate your healing using a holistic approach that integrates your mind, body, and soul. Welcome to the show, Kate DaCosta. Thank you so much, Paul, for that lovely introduction. It's awesome to be here with you and Carrie. I've been super excited about this episode for a little while now, so it's nice that it's finally here. Uh, What I am excited or, you know, most grateful for um, today would be divine timing. (laughs) You know how everything just kind of works out in... I tend to get a little worried sometimes and be like, ah, I can't control, like, you know, and I found that when I kind of just let go and let things happen as they may, that they actually work out usually better than I could have planned them myself. So um, just kind of leaning back and leaning into uh, the faith that I have, um, that everything works out for my highest good. It's kind of, yeah, been really cool to have that happen. Mm -hmm. So very grateful for that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love your journey right now. And um, yeah, we're we're friends and it's so fun seeing you going through this right now, watching you grow and (laughs) having your own business and everything. I'm loving it. Yeah. It's really (laughs) cool. It's, um, it's been a really cool process, you know, for me when I was growing up, you know, we'd always kind of laugh at like my digestive issues and be like, oh, there she is. You know, she's got like gas or whatever and just be like, hee, 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 but not realizing like, oh, maybe she's like having problems digesting the food that she's eating. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, none of that. None of that. Um, must must continue eating all the pasta. As an Italian, yes, that was the case. <laughs> um, until it kind of smacked me in the face, and I didn't really have any other choice but to figure it out because. Um, you know, it got to the point, I was kind of scared to eat. It was like, all right, well, what's going to bother me now? And I never knew when I was going to have digestive issues and kind of always being like, all right, where's the closest bathroom in case after, you know, I eat this meal, I have trouble. Or I, I at one point I thought like going out after work for some drinks and stuff, it was great. But then the next morning I'm like doubled over in pain on the toilet. It's just not wasn't worth it for me. And so uh, I ended up doing a food diary to kind of figure out what was going on and did the elimination diet where you take out uh, like pretty much almost all foods except for very benign ones like rice and stuff. Um, And they, I I slowly started adding things in and uh, recognizing and realizing, oh, this, this food affects me in this way. And this food affects me in this way. And this is how I feel with this food. And this is how I feel with this one. So it was a great way to learn um, how my body speaks to me. Mm-hmm. I think people nowadays are really disconnected from that. And, you know, I know I was for a very long time, you know, it wasn't until my late 20s that I started having all these issues. And maybe I think it was maybe by the time I was 30 that I was like, oh, maybe I should start looking into why I'm having, you know, like doing more than going just to the doctor and being like, oh, well, they can't figure it out and taking control of things myself and be like, all right, well, if they can't, then I will. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of going down that path and then realizing, oh, well, I'm not the only one that has these issues. I'm not the only one that's, you know, having digestive issues from, gluten that's not celiac and, you know, other grains, especially corn affect me in my mentality. And, you know, I, there's something called corn rage, which I actually get. And it, I have so much inflammation from it that it causes a lot of neuro issues. Mm -hmm. And I was misdiagnosed as bipolar two for over a decade, heavily medicated. And it just turned out to be the food sensitivities. I got rid of the things that were offending me, calmed down the inflammation in my body, you know, was able to go off medication. And through that time, I was seeing lots of therapists and doctors and stuff like that. So, you know, doing all of this was well-regulated. I wasn't just trying it all willy-nilly on my own, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it was, it was really powerful for me to be able to be. Um, kind of taking back control of my own health. And I see so many people struggle with issues nowadays with anxiety and depression and, you know, low stamina, not wanting to do anything, their energy levels are low. And I just want to kind of put the word out there so that they know that their diet really does affect um, all of these things. And, if they want to change some things and it's not easy for sure, but if they want to start feeling better and live the life that they know that they are meant for, you know, there's hope for them. They don't have to be dealing with the, all of the symptoms that they are necessarily. That's so interesting. I didn't realize like, like I had never heard of that corn rage before. It's, it seems like it's a thing. Google it. It's crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So yeah, like, and corn's in everything. So you think about all right. nowadays that are diagnosed with like ADD and ADHD and oppositional defiance and all of these different, you know, things that are in the psychology books and stuff. And it's like, how much of it really is that? And how much of it is food? Will we ever mm-hmm. know, you know, until we 
as a whole, as a collective, sit down and really take a look at the food that we're eating and take responsibility for um, the things that we're consuming. Yeah, and the different types of food, they can have different type of reactions and effects on you. Huh? That must be yeah. like, it's so frustrating. Though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's issues that it could be food, uh, might not be. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, for a long time, I, I didn't know that it was food. I had no idea. I just was like, oh, well, I have a, you know, chemical imbalance and, you know, was on mood stabilizers and anti-anxiety and all, you know, all of these things. And then started eating healthier, but still consuming wheat and, you know, things that were irritating me. And so even though I was eating organic or like non-GMO and healthier foods, I was still experiencing all of the same symptoms. So it wasn't until I was like, mm, let's, let's figure this out that, and, and started eliminating things that, um, you know, my body really started to kind of let me know, yes, this is what feels good. And this is what feels not good. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I I noticed as I've gotten older that basic irritations that I used to have with wheat or like like sugars and things like that have really started to bubble to the surface more and more. Like my joints and stuff will get so inflamed whenever I have sugars or like any kind of like bread or pasta or anything like that my whole body like gets inflamed now like whenever I I put any kind of pasta or or wheat into my system it's just and it's gotten to the point where it's just not worth it it's just not worth feeling bloated and just achy and all of my my fingers will feel like they're huge and massive like and I, I won't be able to bend them because of just how how tight my joints feel um, and it's been something that it's been an elimination process of figuring out like what it is that is causing it and what I can eat and what I can't eat. So like, I can't imagine when it's like really affecting your mood and just to the point where they diagnosed you with bipolar and, and all these things, like that's like a whole other, like, I, I didn't realize that it went that far. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, because you start getting just like your whole body gets systemic inflammation mm -hmm. and it just, you know, it affects your neurology. Um, you have neurotransmitters in your gut that obviously like when your gut's inflamed from eating foods that are, you know, inflaming it, then it's just going to go straight to the mind. And it's the connection between the gut and the mind is just it's something that I totally geek out on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, it was my lived experience for so long. So I'm just like, ah, and it's funny, Carrie, that you mentioned about the inflammation, how you have trouble, like, you know, with your hands and stuff, because uh, in my late 20s, like when I didn't, before I'd realized all of these and I was having the symptoms that I was having, one of the things I, I thought I was getting like psoriatic arthritis or yeah. something because I had no power behind my fist. And sometimes I couldn't even like really close yeah. my hand. And I was taking glucosamine and chondroitin. I was like, what is going on? I'm not even 30 yet. And I'm like falling apart <laughs> here. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, it's a, it's it, like it's that exact feeling. I'm just like I don't understand like what is happening. Like I'm too like <laughs> this is like I shouldn't be feeling like this already. And yeah, it, and I it was that process of elimination, and I took things out, and magically things got better. And if I ate something, and it's instant too. It's not even like like the moment it's in my system, and it's like starting to process through it. Like my body completely shifts into 
getting inflamed and like it's gotten to the point where like my like everything feels like it's just so inflamed and it's been a it's been a really hard learning process for sure and it's something that you have to be really strict with because I love bread like bread mm. and pasta are like, <laughs> yeah. especially as a runner like that's like my core food group is bread and pasta and so now I've like had to like reteach my body like what I can consume and what works for me to eat when I'm running and it, it's been it's a whole process like it's it's crazy yeah. Um, especially when you're doing the obstacle course racing, if you can't grip, if you, your hands right. are bothering you. Yeah. 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 Wow. yeah it's, it's like that. That's exactly it. You know, like, and I think, um, you know, New York was one of like a really great example of kind of like where I think things really derailed for me and set me off in a really bad pace, that bad place for my race day because we had pizza and we had, bagels and we had all kinds of things before that race and like I think I woke up that morning for race day just feeling terrible like I was sluggish like I felt inflamed like everything like, I, I really do feel like that what I ingested was not the appropriate food to be eating anymore for race day so it's been it's, it's a learning experience for sure yeah but it, you know it's funny um I always thought, oh my gosh, I'm never going to find like food. Like, am I going to enjoy anything? There's gluten and everything, like, you know, yeah. and just trying to figure out. And it, 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 it's actually, there are so many delicious recipes that don't, that you don't need to have gluten. It kind of forced me to be a better cook, mm. you know, because it forced me to kind of think outside the box and try new recipes and try different ways of cooking things. And, you know, just my eating habits overall. So it, it definitely is crappy as that part is, it was really nice to kind of expand mm -hmm. my cooking capabilities because <laughs> they were, I mean, I was like, okay, mac and cheese and hot dog, you know, like, <laughs> right? you know typical 20 year old fare. You know? I love mac and cheese, man. Oh my God. <laughs> it is not good afterwards, but like it, it, that was like one of my favorite meals, hands down. <laughs> They do have, I like, they have a, they have like grain-free, um, pasta now that mm -hmm. I, that I actually sometimes that I, if I'm going to have pasta and stuff, that's what I typically go for. And it's, yeah. it's actually not that bad. I'm like, okay. And you get used to it. You're like, all right. I mean, I can, it's better than no pasta. Right. <laughs> it looks like pasta and like, <laughs> I have found that like, you know, like the, the veggie things that they have now, like that look like, like pasta and things like that, that, that are in the groceries that, or like, um, I love spaghetti squash, like spaghetti oh, squash. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I really, really love. And you know, if it's cooked the right way and it's like that El Dente like strings, like I don't even really notice a difference between that and pasta. Like I, I love it. I think it's like one of the best things. So I've been like, like shifting to spaghetti squash uh, more and more often for when we have like pasta nights and stuff. Cause it's, it's good. I've got an awesome, um, spaghetti squash lasagna recipe that Ooh. I found that I'll have to, um, yeah. like yes. send along your way because yes. it's so good. So good. And I like, yes, it's delicious. Definitely mm -hmm. send that to me. <laughs> lasagna is my jam. My mom yep. used to make me lasagna every year on my birthday. It was lasagna and cherry cheesecake. And now I'm just like, I miss my lasagna. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, well, do, do you still have Craven's Kate? Or, or once you've like gone without it for a while, are you like all good? Or I mean, I have cravings for like, I don't know, I guess um, not really for bread. I, I guess I never really was like, it, it was just bread was kind of like, eh, you know, but and mashed potatoes, same way. <laughs> it's just, I'm like, yeah. And French fries. I'm like, yeah, that just fills me up. And I want to eat like the main, the main food, uh-huh. but you know, sometimes I'll, I'll, yeah. I mean, I definitely want like a cookie or, but that's more like an emotional kind of thing or, mm-hmm. you know, it's that time of the month for me. I'm right. like, Oh, I want a brownie. I want some chocolate, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, so, but then I'll grab myself some like strawberries and chocolate hummus, you know? So mm-hmm. it'll be, mm-hmm. I'll still get my little fix, but it's just in a healthier way. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yes. I um, quit drinking soda. Wow. It's been probably like yeah, at least like 15 years now. I just quit cold turkey and I have like no desire for it at all anymore. Awesome. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if I would struggle with bread or not. I do love bread. But I, I, don't love bread. <laughs> <laughs> I do love bread. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I smell you. it, and it, you go into a bakery, mm. and you're just like, oh, you know, it smells so good. But I, um, I had some Chinese food a few weeks ago, and it had like a tiny little bit of gluten. And I was like, well, I haven't had it in so long. Maybe I won't react. And then it was like two days later and I thought I was in the clear. Cause I'm like, but sometimes for some people, it takes a couple of days mm-hmm. for, I started getting the worst migraine and I, it just like kept building and building. I was down for the count for the rest of the night, like wasted a whole afternoon. Couldn't even function. I was like, that was not worth it. I started getting vertigo and stuff. It was uh-huh. just, so for me, because I have such a visceral reaction to it, it's kind of like when you're trying to lose a habit and they tell you to use like a rubber band on your wrist or something. I don't know if I used yep. to smoke cigarettes way, way yeah, back in the day. And in order to quit, they were like, every time you want one, you put a, put a rubber band on your wrist and you snap yourself mm-hmm. to like kind of <laughs> deter yourself from wanting that. And because of my reaction, it it doesn't it doesn't really entice me anymore. Only because I know how bad I feel after having it. It's like mm, I, that's that sounds great, but I can't right. handle. It. <laughs> like the, the aftermath is not worth it to me. Yeah, it's the same with um like with energy drinks and all those things. I've noticed like I can't have any of any energy drink with like even like the celsiuses that have come out and and those things like those wreak havoc like st- i get stomach pains from from like putting energy drinks in my system like that is the absolute worst like i you cannot think it's the carbonation or I no because like i can do like i can do the seltzers like 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 a regular yeah. seltzer is fine mm-hmm. so there's something like the celsiuses are the worst out of all of them for me um and so I don't know if it's something that's in it that like reacts poorly with my system, but I will literally feel like there is a knife like ripping my insides whenever I am, whenever I ingest it. Like, and so I had bought a case through Amazon for, um, for the month just to have it in the house to save money. And I ended up giving them to my husband. Cause I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. It was another one of those like, moments of like what's going and and I don't drink a ton of them like I like have one like like that's it like I I don't like hammer them back all day long and so 
I started getting those stomach pains and I was just like, something is just like, this is weird. And like, it was getting to the point where it was like, I was concerned and because my mom passed away of ovarian cancer. And so like, you immediately start like going down this rabbit hole of like, oh my God, I'm getting these like pains and it's not going away. And like, what is this? And so it was like process of elimination again. And I took those out and it was within 24 to like 36 hours once it was out of my system pain was completely gone and I haven't had one since and the pain has not returned. So I was like, I told my husband, I was like, you can have the rest of these. <laughs> I'm, off, <laughs> I'm off of those too. Uh, but yeah. And so I don't, I guess there has been reports in the past late or recently that some people really do have an adverse uh, reaction, especially specifically to the Celsius drinks. So there's something in them that must like for some people just react Flare something up yeah, yeah. well yeah. totally noted i'm not going to try those then no, no. <laughs> <laughs> not that i drink energy drinks anyways but i'm yeah. like mm, we'll more clear those <laughs> <laughs> and then back to good old coffee and tea and green tea and stuff like that and then i'm, I'm happy with that we'll stick over there right <laughs> yeah well it's interesting too that I picked up by you. You also said like, uh, there's like even organic stuff. Some of it could affect you too. So that's funny. But you expect like, you know, if something's organic, you think automatically think that it's good. Well, for you, yeah. I mean, I thought I was doing, I'm eating whole wheat bread. How is this not right. good? Like, you know, I was bringing my, I was bringing my own food to work. I'm like, I'm doing all the things that I'm supposed to be doing. What is going on? Why am I not like, you know, having any, relief from this and it was and in fact like was getting worse probably because I was having whole wheat bread <laughs> you know like trying to be all healthy and stuff <laughs> grains don't work with me at all so yeah it, it you know it's funny but what what works for one person just does yeah. not work for another and it's everybody's so individual that you just kind of got to feel and, and know your body. That's why I recommend people do a diary just so that they can start chronicling like, okay, this is what I eat. This is how I feel when I eat these foods, just to get to know how their body is and what it says to them and stuff. Cause like I said before, most people aren't aware of it at all and are just thinking that their symptoms are normal or, you know, oh, that like for us, Carrie, with the arthritis and stuff, it's like, oh, well, I'm just getting old or something. And right. they, they just, you know, chalk it up to something else. And it, have no idea that it it's related to the foods that they're eating. One hundred percent. It is. I my friend is doing one of the the you know take everything out of their diet and completely start fresh because she's had the same issues over the last like five to six months where she's having all these like her heart racing or like weird pains or you know like even to the um, point of just like, and, and I guess it does kind of like with her with mood swings and stuff like that too. And, um, just kind of like that, like, you know, she's, she's fine one minute and then the next minute she's swinging the opposite direction. And, and the doctors are like, you're fine. You're healthy. It's like, there's nothing in your blood work that says that you're sick. You're fine. I don't know what the problem is. And so she's gotten to the point where she, even she's just like, I'm going to just going to take everything out and see what, it is that's causing it because she's like, I can't live like this. I can't, I can't keep on going like this. And mm -hmm. the doctors are just like, you're fine. And she's like, I'm not fine. Like there's something, something is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, doctors are, 
they they you know they're very knowledgeable they are awesome at what they do which is like you know taking care of you when you have an acute sickness and stuff but when you have something that doesn't show up on test results and stuff it's kind of like well I got nothing for you so it, that's where you know health coaching comes in because it's like okay we kind of bridge the gap especially when you don't know where to you know start off it's very overwhelming for a lot of people because they just they don't necessarily want to know all the things that I learned and stuff, but they don't necessarily want or care to. And so, you know, working with a health coach that really helps to kind of guide them. Okay. This is how you, you know, this is how you can figure out certain things. And these, these supplements are needed to help, you know, or, you know, these vitamins are great for, you know, if you have problems with anxiety, you want to have, make sure that you have enough B vitamins. And if you have trouble sleeping, try with magnesium, you know, just different things like that, that most people, they don't, they don't know that. And their doctor is too busy taking care of like, you know, acutely sick people to kind of help them with, the everyday stuff. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. Yeah. And I like, that's for me, like I really need a health coach, like to, to guide me in the direction of vitamins and stuff that I should be taking. Cause that is like an area for me that is completely foreign. Like I like, I'll go and I'll be like, Oh, I heard like this, like, you know, vitamin B is good for you. Or like, you <laughs> You know, are you or like um, collagen, like if you put collagen in for your skin's elasticity and, and things like that. But like when it comes to actually like a set of what I should be taking for vitamins, I am so completely clueless. And like I've tried to research it and I get overwhelmed and I'm just like, well, I'll do it another day. Or like, I never have invested the time into it to be like, this is what I should be doing, especially as a runner like in like a marathon or two, I feel like, you know, as you get into the, like the longer distance miles and you, your body needs to be replenished with vitamins and stuff. And I'm sure that there's a lot of stuff that I'm not putting back into my system that I'm losing when I'm out running for hours and hours and hours. And it, that's a value for people to have, to have somebody that can sit down and be like, okay, this is what you're doing in life. And like, this is what you should be doing, or this is what you should be taking. Um, Cause I, I feel like a lot of people are probably on the same wavelength that I am where it's just like, I have no clue where to start with this. Yeah. I, I recommend people get like getting some lab work done just to have like a base point of like, okay, this is where we're at with certain things. Do, are you low in iron? You know, do you need to add more magnesium or vitamin D into your diet? How's your, you know, mineral content looking and stuff like that. Um, so I think, having that base point and then going from there so that you're not just kind of being like, Oh, well, I heard zinc was really good right. and it's good for digestion and your stomach acid and stuff like that. Yeah. Let me go get some, but you may not need that, you know? Right. So you don't, and, and in fact, that can actually cause more issues. So it's right. important to like have a kind of base point of like, okay, the, this is, I've had some testing done. This is what I know I need to, you know, work on or, kind of implement more of in my diet, or I tend to like to add more food stuff just because our body's assimilated a lot better than um, taking synthetic vitamins. But, you know, especially after going for a long run and stuff, I'm sure taking an Epsom salt bath would be, bath would be phenomenal for you. Mm -hmm. Replenish all the minerals you lost while sweating and stuff, and also help ease the sore and tight muscles. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, it's, 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 like I said, <laughs> no, but not a lot of people, unless they're into health themselves really want to like learn all the intricacies of things like that. But that's the stuff that I geek out on. So it's like, <laughs> you know, Paul's laughing because he's, <laughs> this isn't the first time he's heard me talk about stuff like this. <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's great to have people like you that that do want to geek out go, geek out on it and because like there's people like me that's just like that you know like oh like zinc's like you're supposed to like zinc is good for you so like I'm just going to go ahead and take that because that's what like they're saying and like it's so silly to even do that because like you don't know how it's going to react like you said you don't know how it's going to react to your system and like it completely throw you out of whack. Because your levels could already be normal. Right. And you're just yeah, added it's like to it's that. pounding yeah. more zinc into my body. It's totally <laughs> fine. Yeah, I, I think there's a massive value for for a coach like you that can kind of be like, all right, let's look at like your, your numbers. Let's look at your labs and see where you're at. And kind of like from there, like figure out a plan of attack for everything. And I love that you like recommend food over taking mm -hmm. like synthetic over the counter stuff. because I, I natural. Do, yeah, it's more natural. Your body is going to be able to ingest it better. And so it's cool. I think it's, I, I, I value that you like to geek out on that stuff because <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm just going <laughs> to. <Thanks. laughs> yeah. I, I also yeah. love the idea of the, the food diary. I like how you call it a food diary as opposed to a food log, like food log, you, you know, see like about, I feel like it's more like, if you're checking your weight and you know what you're eating, keep track of what you're eating. But it's important, I think, to see how you're feeling. It's good to, you know, write how you're feeling after you eat whatever you ate. That's like a better way to track, I think. I like yeah. that. Yeah. That and, you know, like I said before, with for me, I didn't get the migraine until like two days after. So if I didn't, uh, you know, if I, I'm already obviously aware of what my issues are, but if I hadn't, if I, and I couldn't remember, well, what did I eat? What did I eat? Like, you know, and then you can go back, oh, well, this is the pattern. This is, I get a migraine or I get vertigo after every time that I have eaten, like, you know, by a day or two after every time that I ate gluten or something, you know, it's just an easier way to kind of keep track of things. And yeah, I don't, I'm, I say diary because I don't want people to you know, you don't want to become too consumed with it. That's a whole nother kind of like mm. food disorder almost, mm. you right. know, you get too into it. You don't want to be too, it's 80, 20, you got to live your life too. Um, so I, I like the diary because it's just, it, it encompasses more and it also holds you accountable because then you're like actually seeing, oh, well, I don't eat that many snacks or I don't have that much. And then it's like staring you back in the face, you know, like actually, um, yep, sorry. That's, that, that's me. I did all those I, things. I ate all of that food. Yep. Mm -hmm. I had seven cookies throughout the course of the day. <laughs> <laughs> they add up. Yes, they do. <laughs> oh, sorry, my brain just shut down. <laughs> oh, see, and I, it's because I said something earlier before we started. <laughs> I wanted to look at it because mine goes blank sometimes. <laughs> I guess I'm still not fully recovered from my bug, but mm -hmm. okay. That's okay. We won't judge you. No. Crap, because it was something I wanted to ask, but no, it, it left my brain. That happens sometimes. Dude, you should have seen me on Friday because I, I saw the guys from 
seven dust on Friday. We did a meet and greet with them. And I, I love the guitarist Clint. Like we're, we're decent friends now because we talk on his discord all the time. And I'm really thankful for that because before I would literally like walk up to these guys and just like blank stare at them. Cause everything in my head would just like fade away. But like we were having a conversation, even, you know, we talk all the time and I still like, will be mid like mid conversation and whatever it was that I was going to say, just completely puffs out of my head. Mm -hmm. And then I say something ridiculous. And I, then that's all that I can focus on for the rest of the conversation is why did you just say what you just said? And I'm just like, I'm going to leave now because I have embarrassed myself <laughs> enough. And we're just going to exit the room and pretend like this never happened. I'm so glad that you guys are talking about this because I tend to be like the super awkward person yeah. Yeah. doing the same exact thing. <laughs> Being like, wow, and I just stuck my foot in my mouth and I'm mm -hmm. continuing to talk and I can't stop. Just right? make stop, make me stop, please. Right? In your head, you're like, stop talking, stop talking. Why are you still talking? <laughs> oh, we keep it real here. <laughs> But, it was like this great like meme or something that I saw this morning that I actually shared in his discord because of how awkward I always am. And it was like, if I walk up to you the first time and I'm awkward when I talk, just know that inside of my head, I am internally screaming about why I'm so awkward inside and that this is not my first conversation that I've ever had. I swear to God. <laughs> It's terrible. <laughs> but, but yeah, I do want to say like, yeah, that that's so inspiring how, you know, you couldn't figure out what, well, the doctors couldn't figure out what the problems were. You just like took it on yourself because I'm actually kind of going through the same thing myself right now. I've had these nasty headaches since I was a child, especially when it's going to rain or snow. I get these really awful headaches. I even have my, um, third grade school picture i had like these black rings under my eyes because i had had one of those headaches that day and nobody could figure out no doctor's been able to figure out what's going on with that and i i'm allergic to aspirin i can't take the only thing i could take is tylenol and that doesn't do anything at this point so oh, it, it's so frustrating that i can't do anything about it and i just like been suffering and i just went to uh ent and they barely did anything. He put his finger under my nose to see all that, you know, make sure I didn't have a deviated septum. <laughs> and that, that was all he said. So like, wow. that, that's normal. So nobody knows what's going on. So, <laughs> so well, may yeah, I we... suggest a food diary? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm exactly <laughs> considering now. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I'm just, seeing a theme here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just odd that it happens when it's going to be raining out. So I think it has something to do with the barometer or something, but maybe like a yeah, combination. Yeah, the pressure, the pressure. The pressure. Actually, to, to, to piggyback a little bit off of you having that issue, I went to a biological dentist for the first time this past year because I went to a regular one and wasn't happy with the way that my um, teeth like went with them. So um, I like dental work. And so I went with them because I was like, well, if I'm going to be paying out of pocket, then I want it done like, right. you know, and have it be least toxic and all of this stuff. So mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, let's go there. Mm -hmm. And they did this thing called cone imaging. And they actually found two cysts. The one on my left side is a lot bigger than the one on my right side, but in my nasal cavity. And he asked me, do you have any food sensitivities? And I was like, 
what? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of hocus pocus is that? Right? I was like, what? So it turns out that the uh, the food sensitivities, because it's been so prolonged and stuff. And so that's why I get such bad sinus wow. is because I have so much pressure. So maybe that's what's going on with you, Paul. Oh, wow. Huh. Good diary. I'm telling you. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sign. Time. yeah 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 it's because i'm just it's as i'm getting older it's getting worse it's like getting more painful and it really puts me out so yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> i just dealt with it before but now it's yeah it's more of a struggle and i'm tired of it so yeah <laughs> you you literally you do you have to get to a point where eating the way that you've always eaten or do the things that you've always done gets to be too much for you to want to continue and you're just mm -hmm. like enough is enough i can't do this anymore i need to take reins and to, like you know take the reins and and take back my health and take take back charge of my life and stuff because it's just you're like i can't this is you, you kind of freak out and you're like i can't do this anymore because ah! i mean <laughs> like, what other recourse do you have that's i feel like it's the definition of insanity just trying to do the same things over mm -hmm. and over and getting the same result it's like that's right. not working we got to do something else ah. <laughs> i'm learning all kinds of things from you today i never heard of like a biological dentist either yeah uh, there's one in providence that i go to mm -hmm. oh, okay. the biomed center they're really oh. good mm -hmm. oh okay yeah because i just got a new dentist now because <laughs> I don't want to get too much into it, but the other dentists I've been going to is that that office got awful and toxic and nasty. Mm. So I just switched up. and I was actually gonna we in the same town. So I was just gonna ask you about like a certain like dentist office, what you thought. But yeah, I'm trying it out and they seem much better. But yeah, it's so funny that you brought up the dentist. Well, now you know. Now yeah. you know. <laughs> you can tell my sent you. <laughs> uh. You, this is you're kind of new now at your own business right you just started that in the past year yeah the integrate with kate my health coaching business yeah i was an esthetician for over 20 years and i love it still um you know it always be kind of something that's near and dear to my heart but with all of the struggles that i see that people have that are so similar to my own that I really feel called to kind of focus on that more than the aesthetic aspect. Um, and it just, I, I really feel there's such a big need for people to kind of, like you all were saying, to just kind of take control of their life and be like, all right, well, this isn't working and what do I need to do to change it and stuff? There's um, a lot of disconnect between um, what doctors are, you know, telling you to do and what people are actually feeling comfortable doing. They're like, okay, well, you told me to lose like, you know, 40 pounds, but I don't know how to do that. I've tried doing that. I've tried Weight Watchers or I've tried that, you know, they, they've tried all of these things and it hasn't panned out for them. Um, or maybe they haven't, maybe they go into freeze mode when they, when they, you know, because they get overwhelmed. I'm just doing, I get overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, um, <clears throat> So, uh, you know, just having having that bridge is, I think, really important. And there's a huge need for it, especially with the way that our food is these days. Um, a lot of our food isn't actually food. It's food-like products. And, you know, we're seeing the kind of recourse from eating that way for so long. 
back in the day, we wouldn't call our, like, you know, our grandparents wouldn't call our, their food organic. It was just food, but now we have to specifically look for organic food and we have to specifically look for, you know, we were told in the nineties, oh yeah, low fat, no fat. That's the best way to go. And this, that, and the other thing. And it turns out, yeah, well, guess what? Your brain needs fat really bad. And <laughs> if it doesn't, then there's major issues. And we're dealing with a lot of that, I think now as well. Um, for me personally, I, you know, love healthy fats. I, I do consume butter. I do have, you know, a lot of olive oil and coconut oil, and I like avocados and, you know, um, so I'm not shy about those things. I think that they're really important. Do I have them in moderation? Absolutely. But, you know, I'm not scared to eat them the way that I know. <laughs> I remember how my parents were when I was growing up, you know, everything was like low fat, no fat. And it's, in my mind, when I see that stuff now, it's like chemical shitstorm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it really is. You can't pronounce the ingredients on the back. I'm like, I don't even know what this is, you know. And then you're realizing like, oh, there's flame retardants and Gatorade and like what, like, you know, the, what was it? The Subway uh, bread had the same ingredient in it as like yoga mats. Yoga mats yeah. and it's just like, <laughs> what exactly am I eating here? Right. You know? So just having that conversation with yourself and if you don't know where to go from there, then, you know, hiring a health coach who can help you to kind of live the life. I, I think, I think having a uh, good health is a big foundation for living the life that you're meant to live. Mm -hmm. um, Ralph Waldo Emerson said, if um, the greatest wealth is health. And I really, that's just um, something that's kind of stuck with me because it's true when you aren't healthy and you don't feel good, it's really hard to pick yourself up and live a happy life, you know, and be satisfied with the things that you're doing. Um, a lot of the times you have, you know, inflammation or joint problems or a lot of pain and stuff. And that's, that's not really living. That's, that's more just surviving. And I don't want to just survive. I want to thrive and I want to help other people do the same. So that's kind of where my head's at when it comes to all of that. Yeah. Just, uh, just this morning, I was talking to somebody how, how um, like there's a lot of food here and ingredients in the food that are banned in other countries. Yeah. It's like so yeah. normalized here and that makes it so difficult to eat healthy especially yeah. in this country. Yeah. The, the craft macaroni and cheese that we get here is completely different than the craft macaroni and cheese that Europe gets because it, it's the same box. It's the same everything. So why are we, why, why, why is it that the FDA and stuff, why are they allowed to, why, I don't understand why, why we're basically being systematically poisoned by these companies mm -hmm. and our, our, our government, you know, the, the, the FDA and stuff, why aren't they, there's, they're there to supposedly protect us. So I don't understand why the European Union is able to do these things. How come we haven't been able to do these things? And why are we not getting food, quality food as well as the EU is? I don't, it just blows my mind. Yeah. And like with the rate of cancer and stuff, that's just, I feel like everybody around me is like knows somebody or has been impacted personally by it. And there has to be some kind of correlation between what we're consuming 
and cancer diagnosis is there, there has to be something that's there because all of this unnatural stuff that we're putting into our systems continuously day after day. And for a lot of people, they're not looking at the back of the labels to see what's in the food that they're eating and what they're ingesting. And, you know, especially like for right now with the way that the economy and everything is, and people are trying to pinch pennies and they might not be able to afford like the organic stuff where they might, they have, they might have to go for like the cheapest of cheap that they can find for food. And when you look at the stuff that's the cheapest of cheap that you can find for food, there's not a whole lot of ingredients that I can pronounce on the back of those labels. Like it's not natural stuff. So I think like there needs to be something that's brought to light about that, that connection between the skyrocketing cases of cancer that's and other diseases that are happening with the food that we're consuming. Yeah. I, along the lines with cancer and obviously not as, um, not always as devastating, but the, the amount of people that have ADD and ADHD and, um, you know, the, the, food dyes that are allowed yeah. in our food that are also banned overseas. Mm-hmm. You know, the U.S. likes to tote how we're number one. And it's really sad because we're not anymore and definitely not in health. We're like a third world country with mm-hmm. the statistics. Our numbers are it's it's really startling. And I don't think people are even aware of that. And so um, I just that's why I like to do podcasts so I can kind of <laughs> Get on my speaker box and be like, listen. <laughs> it's true you know about what's the dyes. Here? <laughs> the dyes is a real thing because, like, it my is. daughter cannot, like, the moment that red Gatorade goes into our system, like, it is like a switch in her. Like, she will go from baseline normal kid to like absolutely off the wall, like crazy. And I, or like, like even like candy, like if she has like a Jolly Rancher or something in it that's got dye in it, I'm like, what did you have that? What did you have that has red dye in it? Like red dye specifically for her is like yeah. something just sets her off. Yeah. And we can always, she'll be like, oh, well, I didn't have anything. And then she'll be like, oh, wait, no, I had this. And I'd be like, that's why you're the way that you are right now. Because like there, it's something, that connection in her mind that like sets her off. Yeah. It's crazy. And they know about that, though. It's not like a thing that they're like, oh, well, we haven't studied this. They know that right. and still do it. And they're just but it's like, again, they send over a different food in the same boxes. So it's not like it can't right. be done. It can right. be. They just choose mm-hmm. not to. And it's kind of like, OK, yeah. why? <laughs> money, money, money. Exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's this is something, though, that. Uh, yeah, you st- who would have thought that when you were first having these health problems that you'd go on to be like a health coach specializing in this stuff? That's incredible journey there. Love that. Well, I mean, like because of my food um, issues, I started looking into food and like the food industry and stuff. So I went down that rabbit hole in my late 20s, which led to other rabbit holes. But like it, <laughs> I went down that one and I was like, Monsanto, huh? Like, you know, yeah. like an Agent Orange. Yeah, I know all about you. Mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. Uh, my dad is in Vietnam, so it's like mm-hmm. I the yeah. So these things, I'm like, okay, these are like near and dear to my heart because they affect not just myself, but people I love and people mm-hmm. that I'm close to and stuff. So I'm like, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what happened. To my dad too. He's exposed to Agent Orange, and then he ended up having all kinds of heart problems, arteriosclerosis and everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, passing away from a heart attack. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. 
So, and yeah, and this is the same stuff that they put in all vegetables that you think that are healthy. Yeah, yeah it's the glyphosate. <laughs> Mm hmm Yeah. yeah. Oh man, Yeah. can go on a whole do rabbit The hole whole with tangent. this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Cause I'm like, then, it, then you find like the forever chemicals and all of this stuff. And it's like, it, you know, even in utero, babies are being exposed to it. Just it, it's like, so superfluous. It's everywhere. There's no, it's, you kind of can, you can go like crazy thinking about it. So it's just like, all right, well, just do the best you can. And if you can't much like what Carrie was saying, like, you know, people that don't, that aren't able to afford um, organic, I, I totally get it. I mean, I've been on food stamps before more than once. Like it, it's not fun. I've been dirt poor and um, trying to, trying to eat healthy while trying to be mindful of how much you're spending. It's a, it's a huge struggle. So I, like to give people tips. Okay. If you are having trouble affording organic, you know, just do the best you can afford it when you can afford it for, you know, certain things. It, um, frozen fruit is a lot, is a lot less expensive um, as is frozen vegetables when they're organic, if they're frozen as opposed to the fresh stuff, but they taste, you know, just as good, you know, especially the, you know, Do you, do your peas really care? Do your beans really care if they're frozen? <laughs> you know, a lot of a lot of recipes actually call for the frozen version. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There are ways, and then there is something called the Dirty Dozen, and um, that the EWG comes out with every year, and it's the the twelve most um, like rit pesticide ridden. fruits and vegetables for that year. And so even if you can just avoid having um, the dirty dozen, that's something too. And if you can't eat the fact that you're eating fruits and vegetables, as opposed to stuff that you can't pronounce out of a package Right. is a win in my book. Yep. One hundred percent. And I think it's good for for people to hear that. Like if they go to go to you and they're like, oh, look, I can't I can't afford to do like all these things. I can't afford to be, you know, buying all organic food. You know, how am I supposed to eat healthy? That's another value for them to have for you to be like, that's OK. Like this is what you can do different. I have a huge bag of like. peas and corn and like carrots and stuff that's all frozen that just sits in in our freezer for you know if we're having whatever meals we're having and it's so easy to just like throw it into whatever we're cooking for the day and we're getting our vegetable intake and they're relatively affordable in the in the frozen food section but to have you as a resource being like that's fine like there are other options for you there are other ways around it to make sure that you're getting what you need that's big For people because I, I think a lot of people just get into this mindset of like I just need to go in and get what I can afford and that's what we're going to eat we're going to have hamburger helper all week long or whatever and that's going to be it and to have you be like no you can do this or like how about this instead or like try this as a replacement that's that's a huge value Yeah. And I mean, I, I get it. I've got two small kids, you know, a lot of the time, time is an issue too. So, you know, I, I'm a big advocate of doing, um, you know, kind of crock pot meals, especially in the winter time. You'll see that on my Instagram. Like I'm always thinking like soups and stuff like that, just because for me and for like my kids and stuff, it's easy for me to kind of set it and forget it. And then I come home, dinner's already ready. Um, also can, meal planning, and I'm not always the best about this, but meal planning is super easy to do and it keeps you on budget. And it also keeps you from, um, you know, buying things that you don't need to be and also keeps you on your diet as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, 
And I don't even really like to call it a diet, honestly, because it's not a diet. This isn't a diet. It's a lifestyle. Right. Um, this is an ongoing thing. It's a whole, it's, it's, it's not a diet that it's not something that ever ends. You are consistently trying to keep yourself as healthy as possible. And it's a journey mm-hmm. in my mind. Soup is my favorite, man. I like, I love like on Sundays I'll make like crock pot soup and that will be my lunches and stuff for the entire week. And that is my favorite, especially in the wintertime. I love like lunch soup. That is my favorite meal. Hands down. <laughs> it's good stuff for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, chicken noodle soup, beef stew, mm-hmm. flip piece soup. Those are, uh, yes. Yep. yep. Especially when it's cold out, you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to get me some so warm good. soup. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And they're really filling too. People think, oh, it's just soup. And they're like, no, actually, like, I don't know about you, but I have like a bowl of split pea soup. And with the peas, it's so much protein. I'm like, I can't, I can only eat one bowl. Mm -hmm. I'm the same. I I got home from my long run today and I was like, I have chicken noodle soup in the fridge. And that is what I am having. And it was the best. It was so good. Oh my God. It was like, it hit the spot between like, like that salt content and just the chicken and the vegetables in it. I was just like, this is it. This is this is what dreams are made of right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It well, even um doing the meal planning, that actually will like save you money too. Like mm-hmm. so you don't so you don't go buy in shit during the week mm-hmm. and stuff after work and then that's extra that you're spending. So yeah, yeah. So if you buy and then you plug- don't have to race around being like, what am I gonna make? And then you right. end up making something quick that's like mm-hmm. not necessarily as good for you, shall we say? Mm-hmm. And or you're running to the grocery store and you're picking up a rotisserie and don't get me wrong. I've done that before, but, um, you know, to do it on the regular, you kind of want to have something more than that. Not that the rotisserie chickens are bad per se, but I like having stuff that's homemade because then for me, because I have so many food sensitivities and my kids do too, I need to be able to control the ingredients and like some of the spices have like hidden gluten in them and stuff. So you just, So I guess we can start to wind this down. We can uh, get to our, I don't know, speed round questions, I guess. <laughs> the lightning round. Lightning round, yeah. All right. Well, okay. What's the most unexpected thing that has happened on your journey? Oh, um, let's see. I think just realizing how many people are kind of, like a mirror of me almost um even somebody that you think that you have nothing in common with you'll start talking with them and you'll be like oh yeah I have that going on too oh you had that yeah I've had that too and it's just it's really cool the connections that you make with people and it can be the most unsuspecting person it's just it's really nice to have that kind of connection with people that I think it's like COVID when everybody was kind of huddled away in their houses that I really missed Mm-hmm. let's see all right and then what's your favorite quote or mantra that keeps you going well one that i actually especially like and you'll appreciate this um is uh craig siegel's why not you because <laughs> <laughs> that you know a lot of the time i'm like oh it's not and it's like why not me actually you know I, i've always said the answer is always no unless you ask but um the why not you it just kind of it's like 
why not you? Like it can be you, you can't, because it encompasses a little bit more, I think, than the answer is always no, unless you ask, but like, why not you could be like, well, why not me? I could look like that, or I could, you know, have that life or whatever. Um, So it encompasses a little bit more than the answer is always no, unless you ask. So that's, that's the one that I kind of keep to the forefront when I'm thinking of things and just kind of sneak it in there when I'm starting to feel like, not as confident or not as motivated or, um, you know, not feeling quite up to par. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. And plus, you've been like doing this for a while too, studying and all this and everything. So yeah, I, I mean, you've already taught me some stuff just like in, in this past hour. So right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see if you can sum up one sentence what you think you. Got yeah yeah I can read if you if you can sum up in one sentence what you think got you where you are to this point what would you say? I am ten I have a lot of tenacity I'm tenacious. Some people um, might say that I'm. Some people actually have said that I'm spoiled, and it's like mm, not really actually, but I do when I want something I don't stop until I get it. And if I don't get it, then I'm like, okay, why didn't I get it? And I think of like, either another way to possibly get it, or I'm like, okay, well, I'm not meant to get it. And something else is better is on the way. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's not, I I just, uh, I'm like Dory, (laughs) you know, <laughs> from finding Nemo, it's like mm-hmm. keep swimming. It's like okay, well, I'm just gonna keep going because I got nothing else to do. Right, <laughs> just keep swimming. Just yeah. keep swimming. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if, if 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 things are really like kind of like things aren't working out and it's snowballing and snowballing and snowballing and are you know I'm getting roadblocks. I kind of take a step back and I'm like, okay, think about where my mentality is. Am I thinking the right way? Am I you know, am I going about this a different way? Should I, should I be trying this way? Maybe I had it backwards and maybe I needed to do this instead of this. And then this would happen. And, you know, just kind of reevaluating the scenario and then keep going at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just always regroup and then go back. Yeah. And, yeah. That's how I, I, I function very similar to you. And it's just like, okay, this isn't working. So what is it that's not working and how can I reframe what it is that I'm approaching what I'm trying to do and and attack it that way and see if that works. But I'm very much the same. Just keep on going. Like we're, we're going to get there. It's just going to, it might take a couple of turns. We might roadblock. We might have to switch directions, but eventually we're going to get to where we need to go. Yeah. I didn't, I, I, I've been working with a business coach, a somatic business coach, um, for since November and he's been great. And the lessons that I've been doing with him have really opened up. And there was one part where he was like, you were supposed to go over things about fear and like what, when, when fear has let, like when you've let fear hold you back from something. And I was like, I actually, I couldn't, I couldn't for the life of me. And I was like, why am I not able to do this? And I talked to my partner about it. I'm like, I can't figure this out for the life of me. Why, why can't I, you know? And they're like, he's like, well, you don't really do that. You just kind of go for things. Mm -hmm. And maybe you think like, maybe, you know, something will stump you for a little bit, but then you still go for it. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. And he was like, so I, I explained that to my business coach and he was like, actually, you know what? You do do that. 
<laughs> I was like, all right. He's like, so you don't really let fear hold you back. I mean, maybe for like a hot second, but then you just yeah. go for it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yep. I tell all my students up at school, uh, you know, we we're doing this thing right now um, called shoot your shot for my interpersonal communications class. And the whole groundwork for it is for them to learn how to network and communicate with people that are outside of their reach that they normally wouldn't be able to contact. So like, you know, maybe it's somebody that they admire or, you know, it's an internship that they really want or just somebody that they've always wanted to reach out to. And um, I always tell them, I was like, what's the worst that's going to happen? Like, if you ask, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're going to tell you no. Right. And then you just back up and you're just like, all right, this person told me that we can't do it. So what other avenues can I do to get me to where I want to go? And I was like, the only thing that's holding you back is this irrational fear in your your brain that you can't do something. And why can't you do it? Like, why can't you take that step to do it? And it's been such a value in the past classes that we've done it. And in even now seeing the gro- growth with the students as they've you know, been going through the process of networking, connecting with other people and just how much more open and <clears throat> like daring that they are to just take a chance to see if if they can make it happen. I love that, Carrie. That's great. That's great that you're doing that with them because I, you know, I wish I had a teacher <laughs> in high school or college or, you know, that, that had that foresight to be like, Hey, th- these are life skills that are needed to, you know, help you thrive and stuff. So kudos to you for yeah. implementing that. It's so cool to watch them. And and they're always, they're always like, well, what if we don't get in touch with the person that we want? I was like, you're still learning how to communicate with other people and network and take chances. And that alone is a value that, that you're going to want to carry with you further in life. So. It's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I better be hearing that you're going to be starting a food diary. Yeah. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. So. Exactly. Yes. 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 Doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to live life like that. There's hope, I promise. <laughs> yeah. 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 The, the elimination diet, even though it sounds. Um, really challenging that might be something to consider so yeah it is but it's it's not it's temporary you know Mm -hmm. you just do it for a little while until you figure out what's going on and then you you know at least you have answers and you go from there Yep, got a lot going on now. So yeah, I get it. So I mean, like, (laughs) like I, I mean, I get a lot good going on for me. So yeah, you know, fixing my health. That's like that'll be awesome. So yeah another step (laughs) so you know and as craig says playing small is over (laughs) canceled (laughs) (laughs) okay well tell people how they can reach you um you can find me on my instagram at integrate period with period kate or on linkedin i am under kate DaCosta, and of course you can find me on my website as well which is integrate with kate.net i would have had dot com but apparently and GoDaddy actually confirmed this or one of their workers did um that when you look for uh, a name it can flag and so people have like they they'll buy it and hold it for like uh-huh. ransom. I know. Yeah. So I looked for it to make sure, and then my brother did, and then I don't know. So yeah. So and I offered five hundred dollars, and that wasn't enough. So I was like, whatever. Then I'll be dot net. 
eat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just word to the wise. If you want, if you want a specific website, only look it up once. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you know, are also like taking on clients. Yep, I'm taking on clients. I do uh currently I do one on one and um one on one it's a six month program um that I do with people and then I also have just kind of like an a la carte call that you can do with me if you you know just need help here and there and not a whole actual six month program. But most people choose to do the six month program just because it's fiscally more responsible i guess you could say it, it makes more sense to do it that way than, than the other way but i'm gonna be writing an ebook soon uh, too. Okay. oh that's cool Ooh, yeah want... yeah about gut health Love that. so that's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my you first one so it's gonna be pretty uh -huh. small but i've got that i've got that coming out soon well i've got to write it first but it's not i like i have so much in my brain that i'm like i can't wait to like just kind of like have diarrhea on the paper <laughs> right like, oh, you know <laughs> all the stuff that's in my brain try to like put it in there and make sense of it <laughs> so that's yeah how, yeah that's oh that's perfect that'd be yeah. so helpful right mm -hmm. oh i love that oh, awesome yeah so keep an eye out for that yeah all right uh, Carrie, you want to yeah, uh, you can find me on Instagram at running underscore with underscore the underscore rock star um, or on Facebook. Every run has a story. So that's where you can find me. Awesome. All right. And then you can find me at the road runners are H-O-D-E on Instagram and Facebook. And we're also at inspiring journeys pod on um, Instagram and yeah, we have a Facebook page too. And it's inspiring journeys pod at gmail.com if you like to tell us. If you have any questions, want to chat, whatever. So, and I want to thank everybody so much for listening. It seems like we're building momentum with the, you know, getting a little following here. So I'm loving this right yeah, it's been early awesome. stages here. I love it. Yeah, it's been <laughs> yeah, fun. Yeah. And thank you so much, Kate. <laughs> thank you so much, Kate, for coming on. This is nice. <laughs> so this is great. Yeah, this was so much fun. I love, like I said, I love geeking out on this stuff. So this was this was a lot of fun for me. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right, everybody. Until next time, we'll see you later. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye uh, now. And remember, be excellent to each other. And...